Hi, this is Sean Leary, and welcome back to QC Uncut, offering uncut, uncensored, unedited conversation with local newsmakers in and around the Quad Cities. Thank you for making us your number one rated podcast in the Quad Cities, and once again, thank you for listening. As always, we have a very wide range of people that we talk to on QC Uncut, everyone from politicians to people in the news to entertainers, and today we are talking to two dancers who are going to be part of Dancing with the QC Stars, and I I am actually going to be part of Dancing with the QC Stars as well, but I would not claim to be anything close to a professional dancer, barely an amateur. So, but um, we're going to talk with them today about the event and about their backgrounds as dancers and entertainers and some other cool stuff. So thank you very much again for tuning in. My guests today are Anna K. Cockerell, who's my partner, actually, for QC Dancing with the Stars, and Nick Maluski, who has also been doing Dancing with the QC Stars for quite a few years, along with Anya. So, um, Anya, you grew up here in the Quad Cities, moved away to Cleveland, and then come back to help out with the show. Nick, did you grow up in the Quad Cities? I actually grew up in Cleveland myself, but I was recently introduced to the Quad Cities, and it's amazing. So was this kind of like a swap where like you could you like you know swapped off from between Cleveland and the Quad Cities? There was a trade involved, no. player to be involved later. As dancers, we're always all over the place, going wherever we can, just having a blast doing it. We love dance; it's our passion, so we just go wherever we can. So, how did you guys get into dancing? At what age did you discover that you really had a passion for it? And was there something? Did you watch something on television or a movie or something, or was it just something where you thought, "I really like this"? And how did you kind of pursue it from there? So, as a young girl, actually, I used to love watching Hannah Montana, <laughs> Britney Spears, Hilary Duff, you know, the hey now, hey now, that stuff. And uh, I just loved dancing. You know, I'd put on costumes in my living room and just dance and dance and dance. And then when I was about 11 years old, um, I started taking it a little more seriously and realized, oh, I'm kind of good at this. You know, let's, I want to pursue it. And I started getting involved in these type of shows. And from there, I went on to competing in several competitions um, all over the place. I went to Ohio Star Ball. Um, I went to Niagara Falls competition in Canada. I won several awards, scholarship, championships, all of that kind of stuff. So I've been doing dance since competitively around since I was 11 years old, and it's been amazing since. Cool. Um, I originally wanted to be an actor. Uh, I was I was super into films and old movies and uh, theater. So um, my mother was a ballet dancer. Uh, she was in the Ohio Ballet, and uh, so. I grew up doing ballet and tap and uh, watching old movies and musicals and stuff like that. And, um, you know, as, as I danced more and started to do theater, I kind of this theatrical aspect that I've always wanted to pursue got stronger and stronger. And I eventually went to film school um, in Cleveland and seeing the way that everything is on YouTube and there's so many young performers. There's Dancing with the Stars, America's Got Talent. I was introduced to ballroom after I'd been dancing for years in my early 20s. And I thought this is something that I could really do. And um to do a live show, you know, it has that theatric kind of aspect to it, but there's a lot of participation too with the crowd and the energy. Have you, have you ever seen the movie Strictly Ballroom? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I one love of my, that movie. That's movie. one of my favorites, and I, I mean, it, they did a, a pretty accurate portrayal of the life of uh, a dance studio teacher and uh, and a competitive ballroom dancer. Now, what is it about dancing that both of you enjoy the most? 
honestly, I love the way it allows me to just express myself and let it out. And that energy also, you know, when you actually go and you prepare so hard and work so hard for something and you, you know, the crowd, that how much they enjoy it and you feed off of that. And it's just like, I can't, it's like your, your center moment in the spotlight and you feel that and you love it and you enjoy it and you just, you go out there and you kill it and you get off and you still feel all this energy. And honestly, that's what keeps me going with it. I love that. I love being on stage. I love performing and I love, you know, um, I love pleasing others and letting them, you know, be excited to see dance and what it's about. And especially ballroom, you know, it's more of a unique style. Not many tend to go that route. And so um, that's my specialty. So that's how I feel about it. <laughs> what intrigues me the most about uh, ballroom is the different characters that you get to be, you know, sure. you get to be, you know, Ricky Martin or Antonio Banderas or Magic you can, or Magic Mike. <laughs> that's one that that's, that's uh, something we recently got into. And um, it, it's just, if you get bored being the same person every day, which is me, you know, I, if I'm even, you know, home in my hometown for too long, I'm just itching to get out and itching to be someone else. So that's kind of, uh, that's the whole appeal for me. Right. Well, one of the cool things about ballroom is, like he said, with all the characters you get to play, there are several styles of dance, but it's all under ballroom. So you can be strong and powerful with the paso, or you can be smooth and elegant with the waltz, or you can be sexy and fierce with the cha-cha, salsa, samba. There's so many different genres of dance that you get to do in ballroom, and it just it completely transforms you as a person. It gives you a lot of self-confidence. Um, and it makes you feel really good about yourself, too. Also, a really good workout. Dance is really hard. Uh -huh. <laughs> Lots of cardio, that's for sure. Right, right. That's something that's kind of brought a lot of popularity to ballroom dance lately and people wanting to do the show. Uh, we ask a lot of people, what is your motivation for doing the show? You know, do you want to impress your friends? Do you want to challenge yourself in a new way? And a lot of people are like, hey, I just want to lose weight. And when you go to dance class, you know, you're getting a good workout, but it doesn't feel like you're working out. You just feel like you're having fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What is the mo I mean I can only speak for myself when Johnny asked me to do the show I was kind of like I thought it would be fun honestly it was just one of those things oh I've never done that before I thought it'd be kind of fun to do it and you know what are most people's motivations to do the show aside from just the fact that it's something they've never done before and maybe you know they're like oh, I just want to have fun with it and see and experience this Well a lot of people uh danced or they they were passionate about something growing up and when you get to adulthood you have kids you have a career you don't get the opportunity to go out and take the spotlight again and this is something that we reach out mostly to you know uh, we have people just in, in college we have people that are middle-aged we have people that are even retired and uh, this is a chance for them to kind of grab the spotlight back for themselves and you know people love an occasion to dress up and look good and uh this is exactly what they have here. It's also an opportunity to step out of you know their normal comfort zone of just going to work, going home, mm -hmm. doing their daily routine. It's, it's a lot different than that. And I think a lot of people are also really proud to show their families and friends and supporters how hard they've worked and you know how much fun dancing really is and a whole different side of them. And I think that really gets people excited to do this. And I also think um, Dancing with the Stars, you know, the big show, right. has a lot inspires so many people. I think everyone watches that and they go, oh, I wish I could do that. I wish I could get the chance to try that. So, the, you know, I think it's really awesome that there's something locally like this, you know, to give people the chance to actually be, you know, like the celebrities on TV. Mm -hmm. 
One of the other reasons I did it for was for the charity aspect, obviously. Let's talk a little bit about the charitable aspect of the show. Um, that was something that also appealed to me a lot, other than the fact, like, oh, this is a cool experience. You get to help a charity that you choose, and the proceeds from ticket sales go to help that charity. Well, we've been working... Um extensively with Lupus Foundation of America when we first started doing this. But um, some of our contestants were expressing that there are other uh, very worthy charities like, you know, for cancer research or ALS. And uh, a lot of times people say, okay, well, it's cool to do it for Lupus, but, uh, you know, we have something that that is close to our heart and can we do something for that? And we thought, hey, why not? And um, it, as we started doing it and finding out about more of these causes, it's accelerated people's interest in like, you know, we, we can be making a difference in any way we want. Just got to pick a charity and, and do it. Um, I think Nick covered that one pretty well. <laughs> I mean, I think it's awesome that people are able to not only step out of their comfort zone and try something new and fun, but they're able to do it, you know, for something they strongly believe in and support. And I think that makes it all the more of a memorable experience for them, especially. What is uh, the most challenging aspect of it for you guys as the you know professional dancers who are accompanying folks like me who are just amateurs? Well, everybody has different learning styles. And um, as teachers, I'm learning that we all have different teaching styles too. So figuring out how uh, to make the connection in a way that people can remember. And, you know, we work in a very short time frame. We have eight weeks from the original casting to the show. And um, unlike the TV show where they have to do a different routine every week, uh, we do have eight weeks to do the one, but a lot of the people coming in are not dancers. Um, but, you know, we find a way around it, and uh, people, uh, they catch up with the game, and... Uh, push themselves and you know 99.9 percent .9 of the time they end up nailing that routine right i definitely agree with that um i mean i think it is definitely a challenge you know uh it's a whole new environment from going to competing with somebody who's at your level or even a little bit better than yourself and then going you know doing something like this where you're taking an outsider who has never done a cha-cha step or never done paso or any of that um and I think one of the most important things is helping them be confident in what they're doing and helping them believe in themselves. You know, you know what? I'm going to go out there and I'm going to kill that performance and I'm going to be proud of myself and I'm going to nail these steps and I can be a ballroom dancer. So for me, um, I'm really big on that. I love encouraging my partners um, and helping them out with that and the confidence. That is all what I'm about. I'm, I'm, very, I'm almost like a cheerleader, <laughs> if you would call it. <laughs> What, um, I know for myself, one of the most difficult things was, and I know that this is probably difficult for a lot of people coming into this, is the choreography of it. Like, you think about, oh, whether you can dance or not, you think about if you go out to a dance club or something like that, um, that's more improvisation and just kind of hitting the beat and kind of getting into a groove. Whereas with this, it's very intricate, and there's choreography you've got to hit and, and a number of steps and everything else, and you've got to be on cue, or else you just kind of like, if you're even slow, slightly off then it throws everything and you got to catch up and everything um what is it like 
leading folks like me who you know you're a step behind or whatever how um do you know do you um kind of overcome that and how do you you know make that work and also um follow-up question to that is what is it like for you guys to be involved with a choreographed dance versus like if you go out to a dance club or something like that um well for me i i really love these choreographed dances because you know, it's, it's kind of like an honorable and proud moment for me to say, hey, I can do what these pros are doing on Dancing with the Stars, and then I can teach somebody else who doesn't really know how to dance how to do that as well. And um, that is probably one of the, my most favorite parts about it. Obviously, when you go out, you're just, you know, you let loose and you just do your own, like, moves and stuff. But I think choreography is a little bit more special, and it... Honestly, I think it's more fun for me. And I honestly, when when your partner stumbles or something, luckily we know what to do, how to cover that up, and how to keep them moving forward and get back on the beat because we're trained to do that, and we know how to do that. So, you know, normally it handles out pretty well, and if there's a little stumble, nobody even notices because the pro covers it up. Right. And it's funny because I'm actually, as a professional, um, I prefer to rehearse and to know my choreography, and I've. I'm a lot more comfortable dancing when, when it's something that I, that I've rehearsed a little bit, uh, and I'm not as much as a, of a freestyler as people might think I am. Um, but a lot of the people that come into our uh, show and they're dancing with us are like, "This is totally different. I, I can freestyle with the best of them, but I can't learn choreographed dance." And it's like, "All right, well, this is where we can help each other and." You know, it, also being able uh, to improvise, uh, you know, if you do miss a step or you get kind of messed up, that's kind of one of the things that will help you kind of jump right back into it and be able to finish your performance. Right, and another thing is practice makes perfect, and that's why we have so many of these practices, to make sure that our partners know exactly what they're doing, and if they do mess up, how to move on from that and keep going and continue the dance. Yeah, that's what I always found so difficult because, I mean, I go out dancing all the time. Like, I'll go to raves at Roz Talks and stuff like that, but that's totally, totally different from this. Then I come in here, and it's just – it's difficult. It uh, People don't realize – in some ways, how difficult choreographed dance is. Um, it's the same way with people, like you were mentioning earlier, people don't realize like how much cardio this is or how athletic mm-hmm. dancers really are. And sometimes people be like, oh, that's not a real sport or whatever. How do you guys counter that perception that you know dance is, oh, it's easy, blah, 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 blah? Well, there's actually a word for it. Uh, it's dance sport. And um, when they have... Um like local uh, sports challenges and stuff like that. I remember when the gay games was in Cleveland, you know, you don't have to just, you know, be a a runter or sprinter or throw a javelin. It's like the dance sport was actually one of the categories. And I was like, Oh my God, it's, it's being recognized. And along with things like cheer and stuff like that. I mean, uh, when you go to Dick sporting goods, now they're starting to carry dance wear and stuff like that. And now in the advent of Zumba and, and um, all sorts of other fitness-related, dance-related things. Uh, it's being, it's taking the stage in the athletic uh, industry as well. I think. 
Um, and I think it's pretty funny that you say that because in this competition previously, we have had a lot of boxers, athletes, football players. I have actually danced with these. And, you know, it's funny. Before the show or before practices even begin, they're all about, oh, this is just dancing. You know, I lift so much weights at the gym. This is nothing. And I say, all right, I'll meet you at the dance studio. Let's see how it goes. They come in. They try it out for a little bit. They are on their knees, dripping sweat, like completely out of breath. And I'm, uh-huh. I'm just looking there and I'm like, huh, I'm dancing isn't so hard, is it? Huh? Right. Exactly. That's it. Oh, I just really laugh when people say that. And I just say, okay, I'll see you at the dance floor then. Uh-huh. Talk about dancing. We gotta go. Say oh. goodbye. <laughs> I gotta go dance. Okay. Well, I have to go dance now. So it was nice doing this with you guys. I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm getting called in. So <laughs> Johnny's being a cruel taskmaster yeah, here and taking Anya away. away from the show. So Anya, thank you so much for appearing on the show on QC Uncut. And thank you so much for being my partner and helping me to out. I am dance with you. I cannot wait to perform with you. Thank you so much for having me today. Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, another question I wanted to ask was about, um, we talked about this, the program as well as like ESPN and um, networks like that that have televised dance competitions. How do you think that that's helped the popularity and also help people's perceptions of this as a sport? Well, you know, it, it's covered, it used to be covered on public television. You know, there would be, uh, you know, ballroom dance competitions would be something that you'd be able to watch on PBS and stuff like that. And so people thought that ballroom dance is something that's more of the arts, not per se a a sports competition. But like as Anya touched on, you know, on Dancing with the Stars, they've had special uh, seasons that were dedicated to just professional athletes and those athletes pick up the dance they have muscle memory and they're just uh uh they they pick up dance and choreography really well because it's it it's kind of in line with what they're doing uh as athletes so that's just one of the things that people are starting starting to see a, a connection to and um from a young age uh you know, you're seeing kids and teenagers and people in their early 20s that want a ballroom dance avidly, uh, where before Dancing with the Stars was on TV, uh, that was something that was probably thought of as more of a middle-aged or senior activity. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it, it's a lot more difficult than people think. And, and I'm coming into this... I do martial arts. I've done martial arts for 12 years, done kickboxing, and I play soccer all the time. And so it's not as if I'm sedentary and I'm just a couch potato, but coming into it, it's it's the, the, mo- the most difficult for me thing for me has been just getting the choreography down. And it's been trying to like lock it in with, okay, this is kind of like forms for martial arts where you're kind of trying to do this. But it's not just the choreography, it's the rhythm on the choreography as well and the getting it in sync with your partner and making sure that the two of you are in sync with that that's all the combination of everything is what makes it so complex and makes it challenging well i had a uh, student who was uh, 69 years old and she was in really good shape uh but she uh played tennis so that's uh you know when you play tennis it's very active you get a lot lot of cardio uh and we had a samba routine and uh we she would take a lot of extra time with me uh on the side she was getting extra lessons you know to to make sure that her routine was perfect and then she was telling me after the show she said my tennis game has 
I've really upped my tennis game. I'm like really kicking people's butt on the tennis court now because of, I think it's because of my dancing. Uh-huh. And um, when I was uh, first learning uh, ballroom dance, I was kind of apprenticing at a studio. Um, my uh, The owner of the studio would, would have us all in the office and kind of, you know, uh, talk about the business and stuff like that. And he says that ballroom dance has been proven to... Um, to combat uh, Alzheimer's and dementia because, you know, it, it forces your mind uh, to kind of rewire itself. You have to think on your feet and, um, you know, y- you have to learn how to follow. You have to learn how to lead. you got to know what your ne- next step is. And, and um, so not only physically but mentally has been proven to have just enormous uh, benefits. It's fascinating. If you think about it in terms of mathematical equation um, stimulating that right side of your brain and the fact that you've got everything is mathematical it's all patterns Mm -hmm. and so not only that but then you stimulate the physical aspect of that and your brain having to click in with the muscle memory side of things and everything so it is Mm kind of neat Um, what um, are you most looking forward to in regard to this year's show well you know it's been picking up velocity and speed and uh just the people that you get to meet and seeing them meet each other uh through the process when they're coming in for rehearsals when they're in the studio they get to get to know each other a little bit you know what everyone does for a living you know people that um that they might know common friends and stuff like that but it's really an amazing surprise at this venue at Jumers. You know, we we pack this place. I mean, there's hundreds of people, and it's just amazing to see people interacting with each other. And I just feel like it brings together the Quad Cities as a community, um, and it, it's an experience that we all remember and that we're sharing with each other. And people can't wait to sign up for the next one, so it doesn't show any signs of slowing down either. So so when is the next one? Do you guys already have it scheduled? Um, well, we are going to probably carry out the same uh, schedule that we had this year. Um, our next 2019 show will be in March, uh, followed by a July show, and then followed by uh, another Thanksgiving November show in 2019. Cool. Anything else that you'd like to add? Well, I'd like to give a couple of shout-outs um, to Raw Bar. Um, they have done such a great job supporting us and also uh, hosting our uh, our uh, cast parties and our after parties for the event. Um, and just all, all of our local owners and operators who have taken part in our show. Um, it's just been really great working with you and um, kind of, you know, promoting each other. And uh, I just want to encourage everybody to come out uh, to support you, you know, or, or any of the um, professional contestants uh, that that we have in the show. Um, you can check out our tickets uh, dancingwiththeqcstars.com, and you can also like us on Facebook. Our page is Dancing with the QC Stars. Awesome. Thanks, Nick. And, of course, you can also buy tickets from me still. Um, email me at seanleary at seanleary.com, or you can PayPal me. They're $65 each for a VIP ticket. Uh, you can PayPal me the $65, and I will be more than happy to sell you a ticket for my charities as well. Um, thank you so much, Nick, for 
for your time. I appreciate you appearing on the show. Oh, thank you, Sean. Yeah, this has been awesome. We covered a lot of really interesting stuff today, more than I thought. Uh, cool, and thank you for listening to QC Uncut, uncut, unedited, uncensored conversation with local newsmakers and entertainers. Once again, Dancing with the QC Stars, coming up this Friday, November 30th, going 6 to 10 p.m. at Joomers, 777 Joomer Drive in Rock Island. VIP tickets are $65. You can get them from me, Sean Leary at SeanLeary.com. You can also go to the website, DancingWithTheQCStars.com. You can also go to Facebook and add Dancing with the QC Stars as well. So please please come on out and check it out. Once again, thank you very much for listening. I'm Sean Leary. Have a great day.